Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hello, and thanks again for joining us. It's Mike Williams of Genesis. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Um, So today we'll call it No More Bulls. As you might guess, it's all about sentiment. Hey, look, after the last few weeks, this is uh, almost as fun as having a root canal. Oh, uh, wait, I actually am having a root canal later today. So in case you felt a bit dizzy, the first three days of this week were down about 200, up about 200, and down about 200. Not a ton, by the way, on a 16,000-point Dow base, but yesterday broke the rhythm with the Dow finishing up a bit and the NASDAQ doing well. But that was primarily due to the pop in Facebook. In essence, the markets really appear to be making an effort to settle down a little bit. As much as the emotion is very high, we're we're near the lows of last August's selling panic. You'll recall, who can forget that lovely Monday, where the Dow was down about 1,100 points for a span of about six minutes and then rallied 600 points back minutes later. Listen, If we even remotely think those outlier short-term movements are the work of individual investors, take heart. They're not. That's classic HFT. HFT is high-frequency trading, algorithm-based, computers fighting computers. Indeed, I would suggest that the algo boys have been the ones primarily moving the market all week long. But I am remiss in not reminding us that this short-term garbage masks the long-term values being created. Listen, it's all emotion. I know I sound like a broken record sometimes, and I really don't intend to, but there are points that require reminders. Sentiment is one of those things because we are all wired pretty much alike. Reminders are needed because right when we need to be aware of the crowd, we usually feel just like the crowd masking the value issue at hand for those that can think long-term and beyond the current monsters. You know what this is starting to feel like to me? A good deal like 94 to 95. I remember back then we had bounced a little bit off the recession lows in the early 90s and everybody was afraid we were going into another recession. Back then we called it double dip. We feared a double dip for 19 months. It was just a a general haze at the time. Things were fine. The oomph wasn't there, though. You know, we weren't feeling that big, strong economy. It was going along. It was meandering along. It was growing, but not enough. And it made everybody think, oh, my God, the closer we get to zero, we're going to go right to negative. Sure, we were growing a little, but not a lot. And it was pretty widespread. The crowd was antsy. The news was bad. Politics were bad. Infighting everywhere. Nowhere near as bad as it is now, but antsy nonetheless. Then, oddly enough, though we had spent two years worrying about falling into a recession, we didn't. And then the market went straight up for the next five years. After two tough years, though. My point is this. 
No matter the sentiment chart we look at today, the mass is in a funk. They don't like stocks at 14 times earnings, but they love bonds at more than 50 times earnings. And they have voted over 8 trillion times to just put cash in the bank, earning nothing at all. What do I mean by voting 8 trillion times? The latest data show there are 8.2 trillion dollars sitting in personal bank accounts. I highlight all of this again because we all have that pit in our gut, that ever so common feeling near valuable points in the market when we start thinking, gosh, you, you know, maybe there's something to all these bad headlines. Maybe they're real this time. Think of that posture when you review the thoughts I'm going to give you about sentiment data. Why think? Because of this. If this really is the end of the world, it will be the first time in history where the very often wrong betting crowd will have figured it out first. So let's hit some highlights on sentiment indicators. Investors intelligence, that's when you register with all the investment advisors out there. Right now, their bull bear ratio is the same as it was in 2008-2009. It's lower than it was at the end of the tech bear market in 2003. It's lower than it was in the 94-95 period I just referenced, that double-dip recession fear that lasted two years. And it's lower than it was in the early 90s when we had a terrible recession. We lost thousands of banks and SNLs. We had horrendous real estate problems. You get it? We are lower than all of those now. The Dow was thousands of points lower. That's how afraid we are today. The AAII sentiment, the, the individual investor around the country, they've registered, guess what? At the end of the worst possible time we can all remember, 0809, there were 19.2 bulls per hundred. Their reading was 19.2%. You know what it is today? 17.9%. In other words, get the logic here, our emotions have become so tightly wound that 9,000 points higher than when the world was ending, we are more afraid than we were then. Think about that for a second. Look, we surely have a short-term mess on our hands. We have those all the time. But just like all those other times when the masses felt this badly, things get better. A long-term review suggests those were periods of value, even as the world at each of those times seemed, well, not so worthy of that view. The bottom line, I assure you, ends of bull markets do not look like this. They don't look like everybody already afraid. But like I said earlier, that does not make it any easier on the bottle of Tums or bourbon. Okay, I'm kidding. In closing, look, it's the weekend. Unfortunately, I have to have that root canal. Uh, me, 
I'm going to spend the weekend sifting through the garbage left behind after a doozy of a start this year. As the old joke goes, there's got to be a pony in there somewhere. Recall for the weekend relaxation that we've had a few of these types of starts over the decades. All but two ended green for the year. Several of those uglier starts in history ended very green indeed. It's all about sentiment now when this much back and forth is going on. I would have used another word there, but back and forth seemed so much more technical. Under all the noise, the country is growing, just like in 94 and 95. The country is growing. It's just not got that big oomph. It's at a rest stop. Better days are ahead. Our best days are still ahead. Use the punk sentiment windows like this to your advantage. And then you're going to have to hold your nose for a while. That's just the way it works over the long term. Hope this has been helpful. Once again, thanks for joining us. Until we see you on the next podcast, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant. Have a great day.